everybody You okay, Dragon? Hey, everyone, welcome to Dragon Eyes and Movie. Oh. By the way, I, I, the reason why the dragon is laughing so hard is because we actually, we did it. We, we sat together and we spent like 20 minutes solving the crisis in the Middle East. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't hit record, so it's gone. <laughs> so I'm it's sorry. Gone forever. Sorry about <laughs> sorry. that, everybody. Also, <laughs> if it ever got released, we would both get canceled by everyone. And literally everyone. No one, no one. Like, you know how it's like, there's two sides of the story. Both of them would disown us and just cancel us. <laughs> um, and I, will, I will say, rightly so. <laughs> they, they are justified in that. Really what happened is I, I made a really stupid joke. And now I can't stop laughing at myself. I mean, it's a really good joke. I, okay. I will say that. Unfortunately, there's no camera, so. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it. No that's one stupid. will ever, no one will ever see me laughing, cackling hysterically. <laughs> how hard I just laughed. Um, and yeah. then and now people are like oh women aren't funny it's like well i could show you something that's funny but I, actually no i can't <laughs> no it's gone, forever. Can't. it's gone forever thank god um anyway thank god, but, too. Thank god. Anyway, how are you <laughs> yes i'm i'm great dragon oh man what a mess uh, uh all right dragon uh, I mean, let's, we should i guess we should drive it we should dive yeah. in because we're, we're yeah late. dragon we're, how, how we're running we're really how, how was your week how was your week Tell it was fine it was fine i don't know i'm pregnant mm-hmm. it's a third trimester i'm tired mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sleepy tired hungry mostly fucking tired actually yeah. i have not had a good appetite and it's fucking you're with me stuck a all bit. the time yeah it's a hard oh, time I know, I know you're you're not apparently, but I'm very excited to see to to see your to see your baby boy mm-hmm. at one point, it's, and to, I, hopefully and in again, three months. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, and again, dragon to start the process of being his positive male role model in his life. Because it certainly won't be his father. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, he can have many positive. <laughs> that male is role true. Models, he can right? have he can have more than one. Well, he needs at least one of those role models that I'm like see him. Don't do what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> and I can be that person. <laughs> That's why I have you voice. <laughs> so I can be like, yeah, you know, you know your tios. <laughs> like we're just gonna do whatever they didn't do. <laughs> what does <laughs> tio mean? Do. Tio means don't listen to me. That's yes. what it means in Spanish. That's what it means in Spanish. It's weird. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it's like teacher said that means uncle. No, 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 no. no. Your teacher's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Um. So that was my. That's been my week mostly. Yeah. Um. I'll talk about some movies that I went out to see. What about you, Berta? How was your week? I mean, you know, just. You know, nothing much. Just recovering from the marathon, which I'm fully recovered now. And now it's like no one, everyone stopped asking me about it. Just no <laughs> have one cares you considered, anymore. Have you considered wearing your medal around so everybody can continue to ask that, you about That it. will maybe buy me a couple more days. But then after that, it's just gone. It's like, yeah. now now I'm just like online looking for another marathon. Like, how to chase that dragon? How to chase that dragon? It's the <laughs> only way to feel alive. Um, you, you guys are crazy <laughs> with your marathon running. <laughs> Um, yeah, but no, that's that's it. I mean, last week I feel like I did so many things, and then this week nothing. Yeah, yeah no. my boy is just becoming a menace again. Is my, not again, but he's just becoming a menace. So yeah, you know, well, it's almost like he's a toddler now, and you have to yeah. just like deal with that. It's, he's <laughs> at the worst stage of toddlerness, which is where he'll have anger tantrums, but he doesn't speak and doesn't understand speech. So he just like gets angry he does he like flicks he does like spirit fingers with his hands yeah, yeah, yeah. he then like will storm off and then just like walk back to me and then storm off again angrily <laughs> and i'm like i wish he would just say like wawa and then yeah. i would understand oh you're thirsty yes but he's it, basically not, not quite there yet <laughs> yeah it's like charades or i'm assuming that's a game i don't know but i'm basically like uh here yogurt no water food um bobo no um me pick you up 
Oh, that's what you wanted me to pick yeah, you yeah, up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he does pretty good at the like hands up to be picked up thing when I see yeah, him. Yeah, he d- yeah, yeah, he does that. Um Unfortunately, he doesn't understand, "Hey, I can't carry you 24/7." Yes, that is an issue. And he's yes. Like, why not? Yeah. Have you considered just doing that? I don't I don't know what the <laughs> problem is. Um yeah. well, that's exciting. Anyway. Yeah, that's it. That's about it, Dragon. I don't know. There's not much else. Okay. Let's jump in. Me being a positive male role model for my son. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna make a joke about how like you're you're banning me from your son. You're banning me teaching your son things yet. I have I have my own little one that I'm teaching everything. That's that's Car- that's up to Caroline to fix. I don't and, <laughs> I can't do that. Well I can't the do fun thing <laughs> the fun thing is in twenty years we can compare who is correct. That is true. It'll be interesting. And one of us will high five. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll both be perfect angels. Dare you All say right. anything else? Yeah. All right. I guess we should just get started. Dragon. Okay. All right. Why don't we start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch? Dragon, yes. what did you watch on the couch this week? Okay. I'm going to start uh off the couch and in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um oh damn it, that's one other thing I should talk. Okay, very, very, no, very so, quickly. Go ahead, go this ahead, is related. Worry. This is related to movies. Um, mm-hmm. so we me and Andrew went out to the actual theater to Broadway. Um, oh. on Friday, and we saw um, The Shark is Broken, which is a Broadway play written by the son of one of the one of the guys from that was in Jaws, um, mm-hmm. the the boat captain one, the, like grizzly mm-hmm. grizzled boat captain one. His name is escaping me now. Um, oh, um, yeah. It's his it's Sorry. his son. His so his son wrote the plays based on his dad's diary while he was on set of Jaws, and uh, wrote the play. And it's the play is great. It's like a it's a comedy with like some drama to it. Um, dramedy it, yeah it's a dramedy and it's basically about those three the three main actors on the boat um roy schneider uh, uh you know whatever anyway i i, I can't i can't remember anything right now <laughs> richard the richard dreyfus uh, and robert shaw robert shaw thank you it's robert shaw's son yeah. um okay anyway it's uh it, it, it it's just like them being on set and like the drama that happened behind the scenes of being on set mm-hmm. and it's funny and it's really good and the play was great and it's closing soon and i really enjoyed it um yeah my favorite thing about about that is just like well about jaws i mean is just how how much craziness happened backstage yeah or, or off on the set and then they were just like this is fucking i can't believe anything and somehow <laughs> somehow magically the most amazing the, yeah one of the greatest movies ever was made yes horrible like horrible time behind behind the scenes apparently mm-hmm. or or at least like really extended shoot like everything was wrong yeah, it all was the bad. time it was like bad. it was everything bad. It was, was really bad. bad everything fell apart nothing was working and they were yeah. all just like this is such a this is such a disaster yeah they all thought it was gonna be a fucking tank like it was a nightmare um anyway also something else that happened was in the in the crowd somebody like h- halfway through the performance like people started like you know yelling there was like commotion in the crowd and yeah. the the um at one of the actors just stopped everything was like hey is everything okay because like people were like you know clearly upset and they said, no, get the police. And then, like, somebody carried out somebody else from the crowd. And at the mm-hmm. end of the performance, the, the performers did such a good job taking care of this. They, like, waited. They made sure everybody was, like, you know, settled it back down. And then they just restarted they where they were. Yeah, yeah. They didn't yeah. They didn't leave the stage. They just, like, It's as if they're, they're professionals. It's as if they're professionals. They did such a good job. And then at the end of the play, they were like, hey, everybody, I just wanted you all to know the lady that had to be taken out. She's totally fine. Everything's okay. Like, you know. I think that it was, like, a medical emergency. And I think when they said police, they didn't mean police. I think they meant 
like ambulance but people were panicking but then because like people were making a commotion like the whole front of the theater like got scared and got up like like something was happening anyway it was a little it was a bit of a mess but it was fine um performers did such a good job anyway uh i did that (laughs) okay exciting after that we went out to the theater and we saw the marvels this is the new mcu movie the new mm-hmm. the newest the newest one the um newest installment with the with the, the ladies MCU, of the mcus of the mcus um it's the ladies one it's with captain marvel and miss marvel and whatever the name of the other lady is. um <laughs> who, does who she I have to, a name i don't know like partway through the when she showed up in the movie i it go to andrew are we supposed to know who that is and he was like <laughs> he she goes, was no no he was like <laughs> she was introduced in the um uh the the, the, the tv the, show yeah the oh, one division yes one division thank you and i was like okay <laughs> I that. Yeah. that was like 10 years ago i don't remember that i remember that happening and being like oh god i really hope this doesn't this yeah. they don't try to make her a character well they sure did mm-hmm. anyway um you know this movie has pretty bad reviews and it did very very bad this is the worst mm. mcu opening ever i mean yeah it's for opening the, weekend yeah it yeah, only made forty seven million or forty nine million. It, it um, bombed, and uh, oh boy! Yeah. I mean, it cost. So it, I think I told you before. It cost two hundred and fifty million dollars to make. Yeah, it checks out. And that's before all the re remake. Uh, all the basically they they screened the movie, and it had such bad reviews that yeah. it, they were like, "Oh, we got to bring everyone back in to reshoot." Which uh, the estimates now are about three hundred and thirty million dollars, which means that the movie has to make about nine hundred million dollars in order to break even. It won't do that. And yeah, it made a hundred and nine million dollars worldwide, which yeah. is again take that number, multiply it by three. That's mm-hmm. most likely what it's going to make, unless it's like has very bad word of mouth, in which case it's going to be significantly less, which seems like it's going to be significantly less. I, here's what I'll say about it. I thought mm-hmm. it was fine. I didn't I didn't think the movie was bad. It, I was yeah. like, it's a Marvel movie. I don't like they're all go- go- gobbledygook to me, you know, like it's like whatever. Like, it's just like uh, so it has a 60 percent on 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Would you agree with that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I six, thought it, six out of I, ten, basically. I thought it was better than the one that came out with Kumail Nanjiani in it, but I, I thought that uh, one Eternals? was fine too. Yeah, I thought yeah, that, that was one fine was, too. I mean, that was bad. That was, I didn't give a shit. Like, it was fine. No, 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 that was so bad. It was the, the worst piece of shit I've and ever created. The Marvels was under two hours. It was like an hour forty-seven. It's great. Again, it was only under two hours because it was completely re-edited, and like care. they just, <laughs> they just were like, we can't afford to to film these things so we just gotta fucking just so well character's just gonna say something and yeah, then it's yeah. gonna fill in and they were just like it, they basically had to cut it up to the point where like uh I, what i've heard it described is um scenes just happen and yeah. then we just you know move on it's like one scene happens and then okay we move on to the next scene there's no connective tissue and no real understanding and that's because of like it was cut up to shit um because sure, maybe because the original movie was so bad maybe allegedly I alle- allegedly I don't care I mean it was fine yeah. again it was it was fine yeah, yeah. It, it's I, all- I heard that too it's fine it's whatever yeah it's fine I didn't I didn't watch Miss Marvel because I I think I watched like the first two episodes and I was like nah it's not for me yeah. I don't really teenage, I also it's a, girl, it's, a, it's a show for teenage girls Andrew likes it <laughs> um but I've also given up on Loki you know like Loki's back and I watched like the first couple just, episodes and I was like yeah. I don't care about this I just don't care about Marvel anyway anymore um, you didn't watch Secret Invasion, which you had to watch, apparently? 
Andrew watched all of it, I think. And he said it was yeah. bad. And I watched like a half, like one episode. And I was like, this is really bad. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I watched the Marvels in theaters. Yeah. Anyway. Next. Um. Yeah. It just sucks that like, well, not sucks. I mean, it's, I, I feel it's almost as if this is the death blow. This is the, this is the one that like pierced the heart of the MCU where it's suddenly they're like, oh, we now have to change course on everything. Yeah. Cause you know, the, the, the jig is up. The, yeah. it turns out that putting a chicken in it, making her gay, making it fucking lame. It's not working. But it doesn't help. It's, it doesn't help. It feels like this is the one where they're finally going to be like, okay, we should try something different. I just maybe, think- maybe, maybe you just try doing heroes again. I, I personally, I really personally think that like, it just overstayed its welcome. It was too many. They've like saturated the market. You can only do so much. It is what it is. I mean, I personally, I think they just, they, they, they pivoted into one thing and basically the box office were the, the fans were kind of like, we don't like this direction. And then we're like, and then we went, well, we're going to go harder. Yeah. Every, ca- every character is going to be a girl. And we're going to go really hard into that. Yeah. I don't even think that's a bad thing, by the way, that making the characters a women. Yeah, the problem yeah. is that they just, they're like, well, we're going to make them a women. And then we're not going to give a shit about anything else. Well, so they, the stories come out as shit. I also think they, they when they make them, like, with their, I think they do, they're just bad at writing female characters. Because, like, there was, yeah. there was a bunch of stuff in this movie that I was like, that seems like a little, like you're pandering be like this is what a lady would do if she was a superhero right am i right and i'm just like i i mean can you can they just be like normal people like they don't gotta like do the like second, this is the entire disney model which is like we're just gonna write a woman to to be like a the most stereotype. perfect the most perfect greatest stereotypical woman ever created did you even see she hulk that's the entire only, fucking only thing. Some, it was only some of it. Oh, so bad. Again, it was so fucking I, bad. The MCO is gone. I've I've completely given up on the MCU. I just don't care about yeah, it. I, I just don't you. care. It's just not. I, worth used, to, it. I used to watch every single movie when it came out, and then at one, <laughs> some point, I just was like, "I'm no, I'm done." It's too much. It's too much. It's just it's, it's the just, I, shows, I don't want to go. I don't want to go and fucking waste my time with this bullshit. WandaVision is amazing. I will say, I really, really mm-hmm. enjoyed WandaVision, but. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, okay. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, next bombs at it, the box office. Also, also in the theaters, Disney I, seems to be failing. Go ahead. <laughs> I went out and we saw Priscilla. Put a chick in it. Make it gay. Make her fucking lame. <laughs> I mean, that was Priscilla. from um, that's from uh, South Park, by the way. Yes, I agree. It, yes. Honestly, I think that's like the most realistic thing. That like, <laughs> is this what they're is was this their real plan? They just put a chick in it. They make her fucking gay, and for some reason, and then make it make her gay. Make it fucking lame. You're the, you're the worst. Um, stop, stop quoting <laughs> South Park. South you're, Park. you're a 40-year-old man. You don't have to quote South Park anymore. I watch cartoons. Go ahead. Or maybe you are the only person that can quote South Park. I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like millennials. <laughs> Nobody else. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, I saw Priscilla. This is, of course, the Elvis's wife's <laughs> movie. Never made heard by, of him. Go on. Made by Sofia Coppola. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> what's better this one or the elvis movie from uh boss lerman i did not see the boss lerman elvis movie you did andrew, nope oh I yeah didn't. that's right you uh you're not an elvis person i'm not really an elvis person andrew watched it and he was like he, i think he said it was good but i was like i don't i just don't care about it. i just don't care about it yeah it missed me i guess um and so we saw this one because we have amc <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it, whatever it's called amc plus or whatever the fuck it's called i can't remember anymore <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and uh, I get we we and Andrew both left the theater, and I was like, "Did you like it?" And he was like, "Yeah, I think it was fine." And I was like, "Yeah, that's how I feel too. I think it was fine." You know, was, like, re- was it more meh? Which is more meh, this one or the Marvels? Uh they're just very. I mean, they're just different. Like you know, Sofia Coppola. I will say this about her: she's a competent filmmaker. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was like not bad to watch it was just weirdly i feel like it was like weirdly choppy you know that mm-hmm. and that kind of like didn't make sense i guess or it did make i don't know it was just like a filmmaking decision that i was like i see i see why it's done like this and i see where it's going but i don't necessarily love it mm-hmm. um, sofia coppola best sofia coppola movie go ahead go i have no idea i couldn't even like is it, it is it her acting role in the godfather part three terrible anyway move on it's her is it sophia coppola in um in uh brazil uh not brazil um blue velvet or is that somebody else um i'm gonna guess it's someone else i don't am i being racist (laughs) you're being very racist you're being sexist how dare you after seeing the marvels uh no it's isabella rosalini (laughs) wow wow i am being racist you're being sexist um okay anyway anyway uh yeah, the the most interesting thing I think about Priscilla is that it somehow made me be like, well, I guess Elvis grooming this girl from the age of 14 wasn't that bad. <laughs> I mean, wait, so so the movie, so the movie, I think the the intention of the movie was to be like, isn't Elvis a creep for doing yeah. this? And what you're saying is you came out of it being like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was, it just... I actually, and he endeared me more. No, it's not that he he was endearing. It's a it was me being like, well, he wasn't as bad as I thought he was based on what you're showing me currently. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like if you and- like when you say out loud, Elvis Presley met his wife when she was fourteen and like actively wooed her, and like somebody went and got him got her for him. You know, like mm-hmm. like went out and like poached her from yeah. the. Her father was a fucking general. Yeah, crazy. And he was like, hey, I'm gonna bang your. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking bang your 14 year old daughter. And he was like, "Yes, sir." That's uh, the man. That's how co- fucking famous uh, Elvis was. Go ahead. Spoilers for spoilers for Priscilla. Oh, spoiler, spoiler. But alert. according, yeah, but I, no, I'm I am about to spoil. But according to Priscilla, he did not have sex with her at all until they were married when she was so, of age. So what you're telling me is he's a good man. I. That's the weird thing. I was like, oh, I guess he didn't statutory rape her so it's this is better <laughs> i mean in the end wouldn't you say that's a good thing yeah i i, I guess the, the weirdest thing about it is like if you when it when you tell me that somebody wooed a 14 that a grown man wooed a 14 year old i just assume the worst right so when it's not mm-hmm. the absolute worst it can be i'm like well <laughs> so I'll tell you what this reminds me of. This reminds me of, uh, I forget, this is some British show I watched. And um, I really thought like you were going to say, call me by your name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a British show I watched. It was about a, a murder. They're trying to investigate someone who killed a child. Okay. And um, one of the suspects was this was this older man. And he and he came to them and was like, look, uh, uh, something like he basically came to them and was like, something's going to come out. And I want you to know. I want you to know that it wasn't me. I didn't kill your son. I didn't do anything. And then yeah. what came out was that oh my god, this guy went to jail for raping a, a child like like forty years ago. Yeah. And then they were, and then and then the family asked him like what happened? like did you did you kill my son? No, they said you raped a child forty years ago. He's like yeah, I I I had sex with an under with a sixteen year old girl. Yeah. Forty years ago, um, and they were like what well, what happened? 
well, I went to jail, I got out, and then I married her. That's my wife. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, oh, ooh, hmm. Yeah. Kind of changes it a bit. It changes the equation, right? It does. It kind of does like, when you're just yeah. like, well, you kind of did all the other right things. Like you did yeah. the bad. You did the bad thing where it was a child, like it's, but like it's an interest, it was an interesting thing where it's like at first you think this guy's a disgusting like child rapist, and then you're yeah. suddenly like, ooh, yeah, that kind of changes it, and I don't know how to feel. Yeah. But you know, luckily I don't have to worry about that. Let's move on, Dragon. Anyway, Priscilla, it's fine. Um, next, uh, I am going into Finchie's land. Your so, Finchies? Uh, I realized that I stopped talking about David Fincher after we watched Zodiac, but I've watched mm-hmm. a bunch of David Fincher since then. So I'm going right. to just rapid fire talk about the Finchies. Um, so next, after Zodiac, we watched The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Um, mm-hmm. Berto, I assume you've seen this because everybody has seen this. I've seen this movie, God. Yep. Um, it's the one where Brad Pitt ages backwards. <laughs> it's an interesting concept. It is an interesting concept. And I'm pretty interesting i didn't i you know okay here's the thing about the movie i think it's a good movie did i enjoy watching it again not so much (laughs) it was like once it kind of wears off you know and you kind of get it you're like okay it's like um on blank check one of the things they were referring to uh, they were they were kind of like comparing it to is forrest gump and it does have like a real forrest gump vibe yeah not not even i can't even put my finger on what it is about that like makes it have a forrest gump vibe it just kind of does you know, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's long. It's like super long. Um, it is not. I don't know. I I wouldn't watch it again probably, but I, I'm not. I'm not mad. I rewatched it. <laughs> I, uh, I think. I think. In my opinion, it's kind of like, oh, you know, I saw it. I liked it. Um, yeah. would I watch it again? No. Yeah. But you know what? I I it, hey, should you watch it? Yeah, watch it. Yeah. Should you it. watch it? Will Will you watch it with me? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. It, it, it's fine. It's good. It's a good yeah, movie. It's, it's no. good. It's good. I just I don't need to rewatch it. Yeah, it's um, no Panic Room. Am I right, Dragon? That's right. I mean, honestly, I would much rather rewatch Panic Room than The Curious Case of Benjamin mm-hmm. Button again. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's on Showtime. If you would like to watch it, uh, in my rankings of Finchies, when we're done with this, I I don't think it will be high. Okay. Um. Next, we watched The Social Network. That was the next one that came out. It Very is on sad. Netflix. Yeah. Oh. The Social mm-hmm. Net- Network, uh, directed by Finchies and written by um, what the fuck is his name? That does Wait, all the really is this fast the Facebook dialogue. movie? Yeah, it's the Facebook movie. Oh, I just I oh yeah, it is. I fucking called this movie the Facebook movie for so long that I forgot that it's actually called the Social Network. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's um yeah that that checks out actually. Um, I, I can't believe I can't remember what the fuck this the writer's name is. I just, so oh, um, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, this is incredibly Aaron Sorkin-y in the in the it's just like nonstop rapid fire dialogue the whole time. It the movie's really good. It's really good. It's very well acted. It's well written. It's well directed. The movie's very good. I just don't care that much about Facebook. And, I, and like once yeah. you've seen it, you've seen it, and it's fine. Um, I sorry. Andrew Garfield is great. So good. Love him. I think of all the Finchies, in my opinion, whether it's the best one or not. This has the most rewatchability to it. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but something about this movie, it's like individual scenes. I could rewatch them over and over again. And then like it's one of those movies that I would come on on cable and I would just, oh, oh, the social network's on. And I would just like, okay, let me just watch the scene. And next thing I know, I'm watching the whole movie. Yeah. So I think that I think that one of the reasons that might be is it's kind of nonstop. Like in I, I think yeah. I think that's Aaron Sorkin. I think that's the dialogue. Like it's literally and- talking at you the whole time 
but like by and actors even the who are scenes, really good. <laughs> even the scenes where there isn't talking, it's very like it like nothing is happening, but a lot is happening. Like the like there's a scene which is just a boat race. Yeah. And you're just like, whoa, whoa, like this is this is an exciting scene, even though it's just a stupid boat race. Yeah. And so shit like it's that. True. And it, it feels like it's the movie is constantly building up to something. True. And then it kind of hits that something and it explodes and then like kind of like, all right, cool, the end of the movie. And then you're just like, whoa, that yeah, it's one of those, I think it's one of those movies that's like you could just put on and two hours breezes by and you don't even realize it. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um that's why it's very rewatchable. I I I I agree with you, but I don't feel the need to rewatch it again. I also mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it's like a whole thing about Facebook. I just don't I just I I live I lived it when it was you know, new. Anyway, um, <laughs> Mark old, Zuckerberg, so. Zuck, the Zuckies, Zucky. He's like, none of this is fucking. This is so inaccurate. It's just made up. And well, even yeah. even the other even the other people in it are like, yeah, no, none of this is accurate whatsoever. And uh, but you know what? What are you gonna do? It's because the entire thing is like fucking <laughs> Zucky just wanted to bang some broad. Yeah, he wanted to get even with with some chick. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, next. Anyway. Soon he'll be an MMA fighter. Let's move on. Did you see he like tore his ACL or something recently? Yep. Um, okay. Tore his ACL. That one's on Netflix. Uh, next, uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo. This is a mm-hmm. this is on Stars, by the way. This is of course the remake of the girl with the dragon tattoo movie that came out two years before this. That's from shit Sweden. I'm gonna say yes, but I think I, I think you're right. Yes, I, I'm pretty sure it's Sweden. Um. Sweden. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't, and it's based on a book. Um, I read the book when the movie came out, as everybody did, and I liked it. Um, I liked the Swedish movie, and I liked this movie. Honestly, they're all pretty good. <laughs> uh-huh. The Girl Dragon Tattoo is a good movie. Rudy Mara is really good in it. She's teeny tiny. She pierced her nipple for the movie. Uh, Exciting. Yeah, it's great. Um, uh, again, Rudy Mara. Remember, where is she famous for? Her grandfather owns the Giants. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. You, we New York about Giants, that. by the way. The we football talked Giants. about that before. The football oh. Giants. Sure. Um, uh, I didn't know there was another Giants. <laughs> to be honest, is there a baseball Giants? Uh, San, well, they used to be in New York. But they moved to San Francisco in the fifties. Uh, okay. Or and it the forties. I, I my brain's not working today, so my brain hasn't worked for weeks. Okay. Anyway. Uh. Yeah, again, good. All of the things are good. Um, Fincher is good at adapting things. Fincher. Surprise. Um, Surprise. Uh, basically, what I heard is the mm-hmm. book is, <laughs> the way someone described it was, the book is 100 pages of the most boring shit you've ever heard, <laughs> followed by 400 pages of the most interesting story you've ever read, followed yeah. by 100 <laughs> pages of the most boring shit you've ever read. So... The first book, I, I, I remember I read the first book and I really, really liked it. It's a fun mm-hmm. murder mystery. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's like, a, and it has like good whatever. Um, so, and, and I started the second book and I gave up on it because I was like, yeah, this and, is not fun. And, but, sorry, my, the, what I was getting to that is that Finchie basically was like, well, I'm just going to like take the whole first part and just sprinkle that into the whole first hundred pages and sprinkle that into the story. So it's not boring. Yeah. And then the last hundred pages, I'm just going to make it a 10 second like fucking fast paced thing that that sums it up because apparently there's a whole thing where she like goes to banks and like fucking does shit and yeah. like he just went nah 
Nah, you know what? We're just gonna make it a montage. <laughs> it's like that is, it. that is like a whole that is like a whole thing in the book. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. There's like a whole thing about banking, uh, like European banking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, are you gonna watch the uh, sequel? Yeah, is there is there a sequel? the girl in the spider web? There is an American sequel that I didn't know about until I just clicked on something and it was like, oh my, that's fucking an American. It came out in 2018. No, I'm not going to watch it. Um, Is it is it by David Fincher? (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, Okay, (laughs) the last Finchies that we watched uh, recently is Gone Girl. Um, Birdo, out of all the Finchies that that I just said, the Mm -hmm. one that I think is the funnest Mm -hmm. is Gone Girl Mm -hmm. by like Mm -hmm. leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. Gone Girl's on HBO. You can watch it. It's great. It's based on a book as well. Finchie loves adapting things. You, You know why this one's great? Why? Because it's about my favorite fucking subject in movies. A crazy bitch. A crazy bitch. (laughs) Bitches be crazy. If you take a movie and you're like, Dragon, if you ever want to sell a movie to me and you're like, like, I don't know how to sell this movie to me. All you have to look at me and all you have to do is look at me and be like, it's about bitches be crazy. I'm like, I'm in. I'm fucking in. (laughs) It is your favorite genre. You're not right. I do. I love. And this is why probably movies like the Marvels will yeah. annoy me because or the disney versions of annoy me because they're like we have to show women in the most peak perfect form and i'm like i don't want to see that i want to see <laughs> bitches be crazy <laughs> and Bruno, this bitch be crazy <laughs> this bitch be crazy <laughs> oh this movie's so fucking good like, legitimately this bitch is crazy my favorite part about this movie is that the the main character's name is Andrew's brother's name, so it's just so weird. Can you continually hear it said over and over again? And like they use his full name a lot in the movie; mm-hmm. they truly do. So it's it was very funny. It's just hilarious to, to watch. Uh, anyway, the movie's really good. You see Ben Affleck's dick. You see Neil Patrick Harris's dick. You see boobs Emily. from some like twenty year old. It's great. You mean Emily Ratajkowski? I don't. That's I the that's the chick from um, Blurred Lines video. The model. That's where I knew her from. I was like, yep. I can't. Yep. Well, I figured I knew her from Gone Girl, but also I knew knew I knew her from somewhere else. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. She Beautiful. had a moment. She She's had gorgeous. a moment. Just like a very, very, very pretty girl. Can't act, but you know what? Fucking who needs her to? She. You know what though? In this movie, she was perfect for this role. Where yeah, she's dumb, playing dumb, a, young, dumb, full of, full of Ben Affleck's gum. Affleck's gum. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I love the fact that you said it like a quarter second before me. Are, it's like our brain lengths yeah, are just mixed. Terrible. Right We're doing great today. Uh, anyway, yeah. Gone Gun Girl's great. I saw it in the theaters and I hadn't seen it since. And I was like, I I remember some stuff in this movie, but not a lot. And this is so fun. <laughs> um it, all i remember is someone who had read the book told me like the only big thing the the biggest thing that is different from this in the book is that in the book you kind of at the very end of the book you kind of are like oh they're 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 perfect for each other this mm-hmm. this couple so i think it kind of makes ben, ben, the benefit character a little more evil sympathetic. or whatever you, not sympathetic, you mean the, um, the the movie makes him seem better than the book makes him seem Yes. Yeah. In the in the thing that's like, oh, these two deserve each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But and whereas this one is kind of like, oh, poor. I feel so bad for Ben Affleck. <laughs> for sure, I feel terrible for Ben Affleck. He's like not like throughout the whole movie. You're like, oh, she is a crazy bitch. Like this is mm-hmm. like she's like she's just go just go bang the big big booty big booby girl. Yeah. Just go just leave her. Just leave leave your wife for this girl. 
I, I, one of the things I do appreciate it though, is how much like Ben Affleck is like, yeah, he's a piece of shit too, but like nowhere near the amount of piece of shit that she's yeah. a piece of shit. Um, anyway, great movie. The, and those are the Finchies that I've watched so far. I think we have Very like same. two more left. Like there's like a Finchie on Netflix, right? Oh, I, gosh, well, I gotta watch that one. Or the killer. The killer. Oh, when are you going to watch that one? Uh, maybe we can do it for we'll the podcast. Well, next week. Know, maybe we can. Um, well, not, not next, next week, week. The week after. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because um, I think Daniel will be up to Yeah, let's let's do it. I should I'll be hold up off to on that. Because I think Mank is the only other one we have. Mank. Okay. Um, yeah, which maybe I, we'll I do it really for the... Pati- I don't particularly want to rewatch Mank, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do, do you want to do it? Do you want to do it for next week or do you want to do it for the week after? Let's do it for the week after. Okay. Um, All right, okay. let's go. Anyway, that's it. That's what I watched. So that was Dragon at the movie. So, Berto, why don't you tell me about what you watched for a little segment we to call Berto on the Bed. All right, so first, I'm going to start with a little movie called Interstellar Dragon. Have you heard of this movie? Of course <laughs> yes. you have. Everyone has. <laughs> yes. This is a Noli Christopher yep. Nolan movie. <laughs> a Noli. <laughs> I can't believe I came up with that literally as it on the spot and it like came out so well. Anyway. <laughs> Normally, normally when I swing like that, I I strike out, <laughs> spin three times, and land on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> this time I fucking hit a home run. Well, well, you know what? You know what really makes it a home run is when you continually talk about it instead of just like it's nailed it. Anyway, <laughs> Interstellar, starring your boy Matthew McConaughey, Jessica yeah. Chastain, Anne Hathaway, a fucking bunch of other people: Matt Damon, Matt Damon, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, Michael Caine, your favorite actor sure <laughs> um yeah it's just the christopher nolan film he brings a, bo- a lot of his nolies back yep. a lot of the other nolies <laughs> yep. and um yeah I, so um uh, my i watched this because my chick was like oh one of my one of the kids from school said they had just watched this and it was like so interesting and they like blah 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 and we're talking about it so and i was like oh yeah that that's a really good movie we should watch it and then we yep. sat down and watched it and dragon oh man i Forgot how fucking good this movie was. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. Is this a good fucking movie? I actually um so I'm realizing that I get I get Interstellar and Ad Astra like confused in my brain. Really? Yeah. But only Ad because Astra. only because it's like movies sort of set around space that like came out a few years ago. So my brain is okay. like, I don't know, one of them. You you'll get it's it. Just, <laughs> it's just weird to me that it's th- this is the one you chose, not the Martian. No, not the Martian. The Martian, I know. <laughs> okay. The All Martian, right. It's like weirdly like I think it's I think it's because I've only seen both. The of Martian's them. really fucking good. That's why. Well, I mean, they're all good. I like Dad Astro too. I think that yeah, I, I like think it's too, just but... like my uh, my brain is like there. There are like a few space movies that came out around the same time. <laughs> they're all the same. And they're all the same. They're all pretty good. And that's it. We <laughs> Where's gravity? We, we don't have to remember anything else. I don't know. Where's gravity? Is that one in there somewhere? <laughs> that probably. I probably said Ad Astra and Interstellar, but I'm only thinking about gravity. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, so, so um, yeah, Interstellar, you, you like Really it. good and rewatching it because like my chick is watching it and she's like half lost, which means that I get to do my favorite thing. Oh, Mansplain to her the topic. <laughs> no, no. She was legitimately like, I, I'm not sure what's happening because the movie doesn't. Like, I think the movie does a pretty good job of like yeah. set, giving you um a little bit of a, what do you call it? Like help. they're dumbing, they're dumbing, they're dumbing down a lot of the science stuff so that you know people like me can understand it. Yeah. And then also some things they just kind of like say it once and then move on. And my chick is just like, I I don't know what the fuck is going on right now, and I have yeah. to like be like, okay, 
blah 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 is that blah 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 this and that uh, okay blah, blah, blah. and then yeah. she and then she's like okay okay got it and then we yeah. moved on plus as you know dragon i am a science nerd not just science nerd physics gravity all that fun stuff nerd space sure. science nerd space nerd um so basically there's this movie is just speaking my language most of the time yeah. so for me it's like oh this is something i've known forever or, or I understand this. It's easy for me to pick this back up. Whereas my chick is just like, I just started talking about gravity and I zoned out. <laughs> um, I, I vaguely remember uh, feeling like that when I watched this being like, I know this movie yeah. is good, but I'm not sure what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I, as a, as a fucking nerd of fucking, fucking space, space science and gravity and all that shit. Sure. This movie is very good at like, this is what like, it's very good at like, we are trying to explain things to you, but we're also not going to slow the movie down just to go at your fucking level. So you got to keep <laughs> you're up. Big, you big fucking you're idiot. <laughs> dummy, dum-dums. Um, so yeah, it was also like praised for being like pretty um, accurate because mm-hmm. he hired a bunch of physicists and was like, does this make sense? And then they fucking, you know, change shit around and fix it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, man, the scene that got me the most, holy fucking shit, was... When fucking Matthew McConaughey is watching the videos, he basically they go to a planet that's so close to a black hole that one hour there is 23 years. Yeah. Real scientific, real concept in science, by the way. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, one hour is like seven years. And when they get back, 23 years had passed. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey is now like watching videos of his kids, of his son yep. growing up. And it was like, oh, my God, the f- dragon waterworks waterworks i mean i was crying so fucking hard my chick looked at me and gave me this look of disgust (laughs) that's how fucking hard i was i'm I'm sure she she looked over and i could just i could just feel her disappointment in her face (laughs) okay as you're like shuddering (laughs) i'm just like having an emotional moment because matthew mcconaughey is seeing his son talking about like oh you know i met an oh good good news this other girl dumped me and i met another girl and then the next video was him like oh you know we got married and you know grandpa was my best man and blah 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 and then the next video is like here's your here's your grandson i'm just fucking crying because i'm like oh my god these are all the great best moments that you Mm -hmm. want to like spend your with your son like you're you're seeing him becoming a man and yeah. then the hardest one was when he just comes on and he's just like, oh, you know, it was so hard because, you know, the my the the, the first the, his firstborn died. And like, it's just that thought of like, oh, my fucking God, like he like that. that the thing that came to my head was like, oh, he, sh- he had he should have been there for that. Like he has to be there to help him through that fuck because that's the most painful thing that anyone can imagine. So it's like, I wish I could have been there to fucking help you get through that. Yeah. And the pain that all that shit, all that shit is running through my head as, as I'm watching this fucking movie, bawling my eyes out <laughs> as my chick is just disgusted looking at me. Anyway, great movie. 10 out of 10. Um, the ending gets a little weird, but you know what? The, you know, yeah. you have to have an ending. I, I don't know how else you would have ended the movie. Fair. Anyway, great, nice. but really, great movies. Maybe a 9 out of 10. Let's, maybe I'm getting too excited because hey. I just saw it. Yeah, that's fair. All right, next. Dragon, I watched the 1989 classic or 1990, depending on when you count that it come, came out. Okay. Slacker, your boy, Richard Slackers. Linkletter. Slackers. Yes. No, it's Slackers? It's Slacker. Is it? I thought it was Slackers. No, Slackers is a different movie. Oh, maybe I thought you were talking about something else when you told me you watched this. Hold on. No, Slack- Slackers is... 
What? Slackers. What is Slackers? A different movie. It came out like two thousand and two. Oh, you're right. You're hundred yeah, percent right. Okay. That's my bad. Sorry. Wow, that's a rom com. Anyway, I should watch that. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I was thinking um, of the correct movie. I just didn't realize that there was another gotcha. movie with the name. I'm gonna anyway, fix Richard. It. Yeah. Dragon Richard Rinkletter. People praise him for being an amazing fucking movie maker and all that stuff because mm-hmm. of all the movies he's made. Um, yeah, this movie was fucking hot shit. Now, that being said, I kind of understand what he was going for, which is like, hey, the worst thing in the world. And and having watched this and being just sitting there being like, no, I'm gonna finish this, finish this hundred minute movie. <laughs> um all I kept thinking was, is Richard Linklater saying the worst thing is someone who's just smart enough to understand something, but stupid enough to come up with, with the dumb ideas? Because the conversations that we're having were just nothing but conspiracy theory stuff that was just like, oh, God, I hate this guy. And to me, the more the thing is just like, who are these like the people talking? Because it's always it, it literally what it just is, is like, have you ever seen the movie? Trim? I have, and I watched it not that long ago, and I can't remember it. It's like, this is what the movie is. It's you and I are having a conversation, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's about, like, I don't know, fucking, you know, fucking, uh, you know, uh, give me something. Nursing. Nursing. Okay. Oh, we're, we're, you know, I went to the doctor, and, like, the nurse was telling me my arm, and then was sling. Oh, and I'm like, oh, nurses are stupid these days. Am I right? Uh, we should just go back to the old ways of medicine. And then as we're talking... The movie then goes, eh, we're going to follow another character. And then just follows another character having another inane conversation. Okay. And then after like a couple minutes, they follow another characters having an inane conversation. They never go back to the same characters. Okay. So, and it's just like, I don't know. People fucking praise this thing. I think it's fucking, I thought it was really boring and stupid. It's it's like homework watching it because as I'm watching this, all I could see is, um, what's his name? Uh, was the guy who did, uh, Fucking Christ, my brain is just dead today. Uh, Andrew's Andrew's favorite director. I I don't know clerks. who did Clerks. Clerks. Oh 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 yeah, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. All I could do is Kevin think of Kevin because Kevin Smith says he saw Slackers and then was like, oh, I can make a movie, and then went to make Clerks. <laughs> yeah. And all I can picture is Kevin Smith not thinking that, thinking this was fucking shit. I want to talk. I want. I want to have a. I want to have a movie this, just like this, except we're going to talk about fun stuff like comic books and movies and video games. And he made clerks. And I'm like, Kevin Smith, you took this idea and fucking fixed it. Thank you so much. Good. <laughs> ten out of ten, Kevin. Love it. So I'm um, looking. I'm looking at both stills from the movie Slacker and stills from the movie Slackers to see which one I saw. <laughs> and I truly am not 100 percent sure I saw either of them. <laughs> anyway, look at it. Uh, don't watch Slacker. It's stupid. It's bad. Okay, it's just, I, I don't won't. know. I won't. I so you're know. saying it's watch just... Clerks instead? <laughs> Dude, Clerks is good. Clerks. clerks is legitimately oh, yes. good. Yeah, it's yeah, a good yeah. movie. It's, good. it's it's Slackers. Imagine imagine like you, you remember Clerks? We did it on the podcast. No, I, I do remember that. It, it, right? my, my sweet baby cakes was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it, and I I liked it. It was really good. I liked yeah. I really liked it. I mean, I've seen it before, but it, yeah, yeah, really good. Right? Imagine yeah. that, except the same concept, but no main character, just different characters, and um, boring conversations. <laughs> okay, fair. Okay, yes, that's, that's Slacker. Got it. Anyway, don't watch it. Let's move on. Next, I watched a little movie called Halloween for Joe Bob Dragon. You love this movie, right? Yep. Um, yeah, I'm still I'm still in the camp where I'm just like so I interesting. Don't know. It it's so interesting me. that you're so lukewarm on this movie. It just doesn't hit me. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I, I wish I could tell you what it is. I wish I could tell you it's this problem, but I legitimately don't. I don't know what. There's just some something that is just not in, that something's in my brain where it's just the on switch is off. It just, and doesn't, it just click. doesn't hit me. No, yeah. no, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I think uh, Jason X is the best movie. <laughs> Not even the same one. But anyway. I, yeah, I know. It's like, that's a different franchise all together. That's how much I don't care about uh, Michael Oh, Mike. my God. All right. All right. Next. Dragon, let's move on. Uh, Joe Bob made it a little bit more interesting, but I was still just like, yeah. meh, don't whatever. I mean, Joe Bob makes everything more interesting. Does he? Yes. It certainly didn't help with Mandy. Anyway, let's Disagree. move on. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, I watched a movie called Deep Water that came out in 2022. It's a thriller romance movie. It's a, I mean, I guess you could call it a 90 sexy thriller for 2022. Okay, fair. This is the movie that we were hoping to watch. Oh, for the fair play. Fair play. Except, uh, yeah, for a 90 sexy thriller, this is basically uh, we have your boy, Ben Affleck. And my girl, Anna de Armas. I really mm-hmm. like Anna de Armas because she is uh, very hot and will just show them boobies. <laughs> has no problem with it. So 10 out of 10 oh, for her. Me and her are the same age. That's her and fun. I. Her and I. Okay, anyway, anyway. keep going. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> anyway, um, she, uh, uh, this movie is, I mean, so this movie is, it's not good. Okay. But it's the best kind of not good. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is about Anna de Armas and Ben Affleck are married are married couple, except uh-huh. they have an open relationship okay. that um you can tell is all Anna de Armas's idea because Ben Affleck is not a happy camper. And then it's slowly revealed that um Ben Affleck is taking her lovers and killing them <laughs> and then spoiling their bodies. Yeah. Spoilers. Anyway. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean that that happens, and then you know the movie, I had, the movie I had happens. Never even heard of this movie. I had no idea that this came out. Not, it was distributed by Hulu, so it came out on Hulu. Ah. Stayed on Hulu. Okay, that's why I didn't know about it. Anyway, if you love bad '90s sexy thrillers, this is your movie. Okay, let's move on. I watched a movie called The Oracle because we, me and my chick wanted to watch a horror movie, and uh, it was just what I picked. And it's a haunted house movie, so I was like, let's fucking do it. And I hit play, and here's the problem dragon yes remember when i said that get out destroyed cinema <laughs> yes sure no but okay um, well my theory on get out which is that it was such it did such a good job uh-huh. of like talking about race and being black and like race in america and what it's like what it's like being black in america including like the white liberal and blah 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 and all that stuff yeah yeah um that then everyone was like oh i'm gonna put that into my horror movies and Uh, no one else could do that yeah that's fair um yeah this is a movie that definitely suffers from that because the first five minutes of the movie the term slavery is uh, this term slavery and racism is used so much that I just checked out mentally from the movie because it's just hammering you yeah. in the fucking head how much the movie is like we're talking about slavery. Basically, a woman, a, a young black woman in uh, uh, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. is um looking for she's in college and i mean the movie literally opens with her talking about doing some paper on fucking you know slavery and um she's having like dreams of yeah. a plantation and then what happens is she's looking for work heather she answers a uh you know 
uh, a job offering from Heather Graham, who's like, I just need you to watch my kids for a couple of days. She goes um, and she goes. It happens to be a plantation where guess what, Dragon? Yeah, they had they used to have slaves there. That checks Is out. Yeah. Heather Graham racist. No. In fact, she even says she's from L.A., but the movie, for some reason, makes her so uncomfortable around a black person that that it is laughable. Like, it's like, have you never seen a black person before? It's I don't believe that that's possible. You said you're from L.A. Interesting. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, it just has dumb. It's a bad movie. It's just and the entire time I just kept telling my chick, like, you, you realize what the movie is saying right there. It's saying that, uh, you know, it's a cycle, you know, right. Just like racism is a cycle. You have to. You can't sure. run away from it. You have to blah, 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 blah. All that bullshit. It literally okay. has all that bullshit. Okay. It's so bad. It's bad, bad. Anyway. I've, never, I've never heard of it, I and I probably won't, I probably won't watch I it. I recommend. It's on HBO Max. It's <laughs> really you. bad. Very boring. Thank you. Um, thank you. I don't know. Someone took, you know, $10 million and kind of made their movie. And you know what? I was not happy with it. So oh, at least terrible. it wasn't like the, the Marvels when they took $330 million and just put it in a giant fucking tub and they took a shit on it and then lit it on fire let's move on oh man okay dash cam i watched a movie called dash cam it's currently on hulu it is a horror movie um this movie starts out weird because it's basically right at the beginning of the pandemic and a woman is like a she has a she i don't know she live streams everything yeah so and what she does is she like oh like my, my people well, she she makes music so it's like someone in the comments give me give me something to say and i'll put that into my uh my 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 music and she does it and the best part about this is that they make that character such an idiot like legitimately a dumb human being okay that it per- keeps that dumb human being throughout the entire fucking movie basically what happens is there's some type of supernatural zombie thing going on and um it just keeps getting weirder it, it it just gets weird and weird and weird and keeps going okay and my favorite part is that you have these moments of like legitimate horror where she's running away from a fucking flying zombie <laughs> creature who then she beats up she'll like run away from a flying zombie creature and then they start fighting and then like the camera will cut and when it comes back in somehow the zombie creature is tied up in the back seat and then she just looks at the camera and then starts rapping to it and i'm just like <laughs> I love how stupid this character is. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> okay. I really loved it. I really enjoyed it. Okay. It, it is dragon. I'm gonna sell this to you. It's 116 minutes. I'm sorry. A, an hour and 16 minutes. I was gonna say that's too long. 116 yeah, minutes no, no, is no. too long. I agree. Yeah. An hour and 16 minutes. The last 10 minutes is her wrapping the credits. So you can just skip that. <laughs> it's an hour and five minutes. Fucking great. Loved it. 10 out of 10. That's honestly might be the perfect runtime. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was perfect. It was perfect. It did not overstay its welcome. And it was just long enough for me to enjoy it. Yeah. And like I said, the best part is just how stupid the main character is. She's just complete <laughs> fucking moron. And I loved it. Anyway. Let's movie, move on. A Next. movie for you, truly. Truly, truly. Uh, and it was a chick. So crazy, crazy bitch. Crazy bitch movie. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, let me do. Let me do a couple more. Okay. Um, I watched a movie called No Escape. This was a random find on uh, Prime Video. It's basically people go into an escape room, and uh, you know, it was fine. It was decent. an escape room. And the, wait, wait, wait. Can, a, they not, can, they not escape? can they not escape? Can they not escape? Well, it's because what happens is the guy's like an internet celebrity, okay, and some Russian 
millionaire is a big fan of his. So he invites him to Russia and like sets up a special escape room just for him. <laughs> and uh, hilarity ensues. Okay, cool. I've never... The movie takes some turns that are kind of predictable, but also, yeah. you know what? It's pretty good. I, I, I thought it was good. I you thought it was fine. I... Uh, not good. I thought it was, I thought it was decent. It's like a five out of ten. You really don't get about escape rooms. Um, like the whole concept in general. Like, wait, I you're mean... telling, you're telling me that you're going to lock me in a room with a bunch of people and mm-hmm. I have to like participate in force fun with those people mm-hmm. in order to get out of said room. That I can't do otherwise. <laughs> are you saying we're going to do an escape room? Nightmare. Is that what we're going to do for my birthday? No, we're not doing an escape room for your birthday. Let's do it. And Let's your birthday already happened. Your birthday was months ago. <laughs> you so were we'll like as far away from a birthday that we could be for you. So um, we'll do it on your birthday. What's the big deal? I just don't get it. I just like fundamentally do not understand that. There's only one an escape room. There's, there's only one way to get it. You get, We got to do it. No, not, well, I'm not sad. Anyway. Yes, next. Let's move on. Next, uh, Dragon, I saw your favorite movie, Pearl. I'm so, I saw this on your list. I was excited to hear what you thought about it. It is currently on Showtime. Uh, Dragon, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to you. I didn't like it that much. What? You didn't like it? it? Yeah, I don't know. But did you not see Mia Goth's performance? I mean, yeah, she's fine. She has I like this so much. I liked it so much better than, than X. I don't know. She had the accent. You know, just fine. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's I like a whatever. It's a I whatever movie. I loved this movie. Hit me good. I like loved it. I loved it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I, yeah. I don't. I don't know what it is. And it was a crazy bitch movie. I. I, I, I do not right? You love a crazy I bitch I movie. I know. I. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Maybe. Maybe I just. I don't know. Maybe I was just was in the right headspace. But I just. I watched it and I was just like, all right. Well. Did you like? It. Did you like Mia Goth more in this or in Infinity <laughs> Pool? Uh, I liked her more in Infinity Pool. She was more of a character. Mm. In this one, I, maybe it was because she was so cartoonish in this. I think that's the maybe that's why. It's like kind of. I know, I know. I just, I just wasn't on. I was, I wasn't vibing with the character. All right, that's fair. You don't always have to vibe. Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry, Dragon. I've, I've, I failed you. I don't accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's just move on to the next one. I'll do the next. The, the, the next one's next week. Okay. Oh, so is there, are All we right. doing the movie? The movie. That yeah. Let's let's do it. That was Dragon. We we did it. We made it. We finally got to the final segment. Dragon at the movies. Dragon. Yes. What movie did we do this week? Okay. This week chose. I chose. I chose. I chose. Oh my god! It's so late. I'm already dry, I'm dying. I chose um <laughs> the 2023 brand new documentary Sly. Um, documentary. This is on Netflix. It is about Sylvester Stallone. Um, it is uh, one hour and thirty five minutes, and it's directed by Tom Zimney. I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically a documentary about Sylvester Stallone and about his like early life, and then uh, his career a little bit, mostly focusing on Rocky, of course, because like that's the pinnacle of his career. But they also talk about like Rambo and you know some of the other stuff. Um, I focused, I it was about his career, which but the main focus was on Rocky. I mean, how could it not be if, if you made I mean, Rocky? You know what? Uh, give me a dragon at the... I mean, there's not much of a dragon at the movie synopsis, I, right? I think that's what I did. I just did. It's like a, yeah, right. about the, Sylvester Stallone's life and hilarious blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All right. Um, um, let, let me just say this, Dragon. Yes. I think oh, Sylvester Stallone is both blessed and burdened yes. with the fact that he fucking wrote and made Rocky. He is Rocky in every part of it. In every every concept of of Rocky, he is Rocky, and the thing is that 
he could Sylvester Stallone tomorrow yeah. could come out and be like, guys, I fucking cured cancer. And we would all be like, oh, my God, I can't believe cancer was cured by fucking Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Holy shit, that's amazing. And then one day this man will die and his obituary will say Sylvester Stallone. Rocky. The man who made Rocky. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. By the way, he also cured cancer. Who gives a shit about that? He made fucking Rocky. It's true. It's 100% true. You oh, know okay. what? Okay. So my biggest takeaway from this documentary. Okay. My mm-hmm. biggest takeaway is Rock- that. Rockumentary. Because, you know, this rockumentary. Rocky. Yeah. Rocky <laughs> is that somebody tried to buy this from him right buy the screenplay from him because it's a great screenplay and offered him $265,000 to not be in it (laughs) and he said no thank you (laughs) and I was like that's the best business decision he gambled and he fucking won he gambled on that and he won that's amazing I mean that's a rocky moment on its own the fact that he was able to just go no no I'm good I'm good Yeah, and he Um, needed the money like he had to have that money then he was dirt poor so so they didn't, he didn't even go into how bad he was in and the bad street. He had to sell his dog to make rent. That's so sad. And then was like, oh shit, I have to make, I have to make rent next month. The, he says that the, um, the, you know, the scene where he cracks their eggs open and puts them in the cup and then drinks them. Yeah. That is not because that's what boxers do. On the contrary. People do that now because Rocky did that. The reason why Rocky did that was because he was so poor, he didn't even have a hot plate. So in the that morning, he out. would just drink eggs like that. Oh, God. That scene is still disgusting to this day. I'm just like, that's I mean, gross. It's not that's fun. Yeah. But it's he basically good. was it's like, that's how I would, that, that was my breakfast for, for a while because I he had... didn't have fucking money. I had no idea about Sylvester Stallone's like upbringing or early life. I had zero idea. And then to watch this and to hear about like his wildly abusive dad and hear him talk about it in a, in the, in that boomer way. Right. Where Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, my dad uh, beat the shit out of me. Never told me he loved me. (laughs) He was a very physical father as he described it. That's a, that's a wild way to say my dad beat the fuck out of me at all times. Like, the, um, and like the weird jealousy his dad had. I don't know. It just like, either you get the shit kicked out of you like that and it makes you like a hardened, like man, the way that like, he kind of turned out, right? Thick skinned, uh-huh. like whatever. The, or the type it, of man who, even <laughs> though he's starving and had to sell his dog went, no, I will not sell my yeah. script. Yeah. Who like had the had the balls to do that basically, um, mm-hmm. so it, it either makes you that or it completely devastates you as a person and you never recover yes. from it, right like so, there's no there's no like in between. <laughs> so you, you remember the Schwarzenegger documentary? Yeah, where he was talking about how how his father was fucking abusive too, and he, like I think Schwarzenegger summed it up best where he was like, "What made me amazing? What made me the man I am today destroyed my brother." Mm-hmm. So he he basically was like, I my brother couldn't survive that yeah. because most people can't. And I just could. I yeah. took that and turned it into who I am. Whereas my brother, it, it, he took that and turned it into who he was, which is just a fucking alcoholic who wound up, you know, getting drunk one day and crashing his car. Yeah. And what Stallone, uh, what's his name? Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger kind of, he kind of, he kind of, I think in Schwarzenegger's mind, he killed himself. Yeah. He just facilitated the means to kill himself, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, so listen, just... 
basically <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that me being a loving father and hugging my son and telling him I love him, I am fucking up right now, Dragon. I did. I did. Like, as I was watching this, I was like, Berto's definitely taking notes on how to be a dad <laughs> and not from Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I'm like, I need, if I want to make my own Stallone, there's only one way. Have you considered being so jealous of your teenage son that you like body slam him by his throat off of a polo horse when he's 13 <laughs> in front of a crowd? Oh, oh man, that's that's the that's going to make him the man he's going to become. Era, my, era, that reminded me of like my my dad, uh, you know, didn't grow up like Sylvester Stallone, but like, you know, my dad had a 1950s dad <laughs> and like mm-hmm. he like used to get drunk at like t-ball games and get kicked out because he like tried yeah. to beat up other dads and i was just like oh yeah that's like that was just like everybody in the 50s just kind of were like that's fine like <laughs> yeah. yeah he's just don't worry he's making him a man he's yeah. making him a man like do you think anybody said anything when sylvester Stallone got slammed off that horse by his father when he was 13 or do you think everybody quietly yeah. was like <laughs> here's the thing yes i think that because we've been coddling children now um this is why we don't have we, rocky anymore no this is why we have fucking the marvels that that was shitty movies we need to beat the shit out of our kids to make good movies again the problem is you how many how many kids do you have to beat the shit out of to get one sylvester <laughs> you know sometimes things are worth it right oh my god oh my god so bad yeah i i didn't i also didn't know his fucking abusive father which which was like it's so not when he mentioned it it was so obvious now yeah in the movies when he's like talking about rambo and he's like that Ram- rambo was just my dad yeah and it was just... like the ability to just like look at someone and be like i'm gonna murder you yeah and like that that is the look he gave i was like holy shit like that's that's the fucking rambo look and he was just like oh all i was doing was just trying to look like my dad the way my dad would look at people i was like what the holy fuck it's that's a crazy thing and then uh, and we can we can fucking just i mean we we honestly we could take this opportunity to just talk about rocky for the next hour but um we could yeah, yeah when he was talking about the the conversation he had with mickey which uh in in rocky one yeah. which i always was like oh that's that's the i have to stand up to my dad and yeah. what happens when i stand up to my dad and that's what i would personally that's not that's the way i always took that scene which is Same. like he's rocky is standing up to his father and then in the end he's like yeah, but I fucking love you and I need you and I want you there by my side. So yeah. I need to stand up to you to get this out of my system. It's the the day the son will stand up and be like, no, dad, I'm not going to take it anymore. And then like, he's a, basically the day that the boy stands up and punches his dad and the dad doesn't come back. He yeah. doesn't beat the shit out of him. He's just like, oh, it's, oh, you're, you're stronger than me now. Yeah. But then the son will like, you know, essentially the son will then be like, okay, dad, now, now that we've gotten past that, yeah. Let's move on with our lives. Like that's that scene, which is yeah, literally him saying like, this is me talking to my dad, which <laughs> made so much sense because I was like, I never understood why he went into the bathroom. And then at one point he comes out of the bathroom, sees that Mickey's still there and then closes the bathroom door again. And it's like, oh, it's because he can't, it's, he's, it's his dad. Yeah. He can't say that to his dad. He has no. to wait until his dad leaves and then screams that at him. Yeah, he, he it, it's like that the confrontation you just like absolutely can't have, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, it, I don't know, it's so good. And it makes sense. Yeah. I, I also when, well, I, 
I appreciated uh, Sylvester Stallone talking about his dad on his deathbed <laughs> and just being like, <laughs> and just being like this piece of shit motherfucker. Like Sylvester Stallone, though, was like being very nice, you know, like mm-hmm. he for a man who who was beat like he was, right? He mm-hmm. surprisingly, the way he talks about his dad is not in a like angry way, right? Well, yeah, it's in a way where he like. He he is angry at his dad for being a piece of shit, right? But it's still his dad, you know? And he's yeah. still, like, you can feel that say, from him. Because it's his dad. Yeah. You could just, like... But I don't think that's universal. Like, I think some people, like, their dads beat the shit out of them when they were kids. And they grow up and they're like, fuck that guy. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. that, You know? Like, that's it. But Sylvester Stallone just wasn't like that. So I just loved him. I loved him on, uh, talking about his dad on his deathbed. And his dad just being like, you know, I think I realized that you need to be, like, nice to people. <laughs> And so that's just love being like, oh, really? Like, now, now? you realize that? He's like, you know, I wrote an entire movie about that. About how you should just be nice to people. It's called Rocky. Maybe you should fucking watch it, you piece of shit. <laughs> I just, I also like, like, there is something, because you can, in that moment, right? When your dad says something so fucking stupid to you, where you're just like, he's on his deathbed. He's literally dying. Like, I like that he still ribbed him a little bit and was still just mm-hmm. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like you, your life was not spent like that. And yeah. now that and Rocky Sylvester Stallone says my favorite little line, you little euphemism for dying. It's like, the angels are whispering in your ear. That's such a funny mm-hmm. euphemism. Now that the angels are whispering in your ear, you want to tell me to be nice. <laughs> it's so interesting again it is interesting because he does have that like love hate relationship because i'm sure that's that's the way it was with his dad where it's like he's he's a very fucking he's a beats the shit out of him but then would like you know hug him and tell him he loved him and everything so i think i think it was like both things no because i think it's that because that's what he portrays in the movie with mickey yeah it's like he he his he's mickey's a fucking hard ass but then he's like we'll we'll take care of him yeah. So it's like the both things where it's like, oh, I, I wish you, I wish I only had one one thing. But no, I, I have to deal with the fucking you calling me a bum and a piece of shit and like a, be verbally abusing me. Yeah. But also you do that. Ab- and also then, physically abusing me. <laughs> yeah. And, but you also take care of me, too. So you're yeah. looking out for me. Yeah. Like like again, again, we have to go back to Rocky, which is like the big thing with Mickey was that he what the, do you remember when was the last time you watched Rocky? Uh, it's been a few a few years. Probably. So I watched it. I, I I watched it earlier this year, I think, with my chick. Either this year or last year. That makes but sense. um, and again, it's just number one. Got to remember, might be the greatest movie ever made. It's True. Definitely, it's. I mean, it's, it's up there. If it's not, if you're not gonna say it is, it's in the discussion. You have yeah. to put it in the discussion. All right. Um. But it's like the the reason why. And again, when I, when I watched it with my chick, one thing my chick told me was like she's so glad that I made her watch i basically tricked her into watching it <laughs> that um well i told her it wasn't a boxing movie it's like oh, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a guy who happens to box which is true that is true that's it that until is, you get to yeah. the fourth movie or so <laughs> third movie but yeah. um it, it's like I, it, she so she's very happy that she saw that movie because it's like oh my god this is this is a fucking movie this yeah. is a fucking movie and it's like oh it just happened like in her mind i guess she always thought that rocky was just rocky four Oh, like that, all the Rockies is like Rocky Four. I do get that. I do understand like why you might think that at this point. Yeah. No, no, I get it. I get it. But I, um 
Shit, yeah, the, 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 so Mickey has that scene in the beginning. So Mickey basically, the reason why Mickey doesn't like Stallone, why he gives him so much gr- uh, grief is because he, he tells him, he's like, yo, you had fucking potential. You you could have been something, but instead you had to fuck it. You went and went, you went and worked for the mob. Yeah. And he's like, that's why I don't fucking like you. That's why I give you, that's why I ride you. And it's like a disappointed dad. That is yeah. Mickey. He's the disappointed dad. And he's like, you could have fucking done something, but you chose the easy way out and fucking this and that. And Stallone is kind of like, what the fuck was I supposed to do? I didn't have money. Yeah. Like you gotta and, eat. And um, yeah, I have to eat. But it's like, you wanted me to be noble. I couldn't be noble at that time. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's just interesting that like, that is how he views the father, which is like, he's hard, but he also loves him. Yeah. So it, it's just it's just interesting how he came up with the premise of how to write that that character. I agree. I I yeah. also I, so when I was watching it, I was like, or when I was watching the slide documentary, I was like, I wonder what age it's appropriate to sit my son down and be like, you have to watch Rocky. <laughs> every, every, I, honestly, I think that this is a movie that you can watch every five to ten years, and each time you watch it, you'll get something new, which is what happened to me. I just think I just think you have to be like sometimes there are some movies where I'm like I need I need this to come in at a pivotal moment in your life. Correct. It, I agree. So like I I don't know when those are yet. <laughs> I think Rocky is the movie you start when when you have him start watching it when he's like eight, and then he'll fucking start shadow boxing. Yeah. Because yep. he's like this is cool and it's like yeah 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 he think he thinks it's a superhero he thinks yeah. it's a boxing movie it's good versus evil oh he's the uh, rocky's the good guy who's gonna triumph at the end yeah. um and then when he watches it a teenager he'll be like holy shit rocky yeah. rocky's the, the people around rocky are pieces of shit what a fucking asshole and then he still came out of that and then when he watches it, like a 25 uh 25 30 year old he's like oh man this is a guy who was at the end of his ropes and then fucking did it and now as a fucking dragon as a 40 year old man with a child i watched rocky and was like this is the man who I want my son to <laughs> fucking to, to model himself after. It's so Stallone says something and he one of his quotes that I absolutely loved um, is like he when he was talking about uh, about like his dad and like how he was raised. He said, I became indifferent to the threat of failure, which is like I yeah. think like it's just like that sort of like grit that you have that like rocky is like the epitome of right that like mm-hmm. that character is just the epitome of that it's like at, at a certain point you just can't care that you failed you have to just keep going and like I mean, like it, rocky says is it rocky too where he has that great line about like life knocks you down and you or it, it it's not that's it, rocky rocky four sorry, rocky six <laughs> no it's not is it yeah it's the old man rocky no it's not he tells it to his son oh, maybe where he's like rocky rocky, rocky will you know life will hit you Harder Nothing than anyone like, can yeah, hit yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's Rocky Six. It's not or it's not how hard you get hit, it's how it's uh how you get up after. Fuck, I'm fucking yeah. it up really bad. It's not how hard you can hit, it's how hard you get hit and then come back. Yes. Yes. It's just like life will put you to its knees if you you know if you let it. So you gotta yeah. fucking keep going forward, and that's how you win. That's how you yeah. win at life, which is like his life philosophy. It's not just his life philosophy, but I'm like, this is this is what every fucking child, especially men, especially young men, yeah. should fucking hear. Which is like, bro, bro, you think you think push-ups is hard? You know what's <laughs> fucking hard? Life. Life is gonna beat the living shit out of you, and then your job is to just fucking keep moving. Yeah. Don't fucking sit there and be like, eh. Like things were hard because teacher didn't like me. It's like who gives a fuck? So yeah. what? Not like, everybody's um, gonna like you. It's fine. There's a a jujitsu guy. A, he's a navy. Uh, not navy. I'm sorry. An army. A former like marine. 
Mm-hmm. And he's now a black belt in jujitsu. And he's kind of like, he owns a company and he's a motivational speaker and people don't like him because he's on like Joe Rogan. But um, um, he basically had this like thing. He has this thing on YouTube where he's like, oh, the most important word you can ever say is good. Which is like, no matter what the fuck happens in life, yeah. no matter how bad things happen, it's like, good. It's like, oh, uh, we, we just lost the sale. He's like, good. Yeah. Oh, it's raining outside. Good. Good. Oh, oh, this thing just fell apart. Good. Because this is now an opportunity. It's it's not it's not a it's not a setback. This is an opportunity for us to fucking succeed. Yeah. And it's like such a like little thing that people I, I feel like maybe we're not taught anymore or maybe you're never taught because yeah. no one teaches you how to be a man. Um, It's something that I wish more people would understand, which is like, oh, you you lost the fight. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Go train more. I mean, that's, oh, a, I feel you like that's... tried to run a marathon and you fucking fell at mile 15. Good. Go work. Come back. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I think that's the, I think that's the, uh, like, I think, I think that's one of the things that martial arts helps, helps you with that. Right. Like if you have, if you luck into doing a martial art, especially when like jujitsu or like MMA or boxing, you know, like one where it's very clear when you get fucked up, right? Uh-huh. Like it's extremely clear like you had to tap or you went to sleep or you got your arm broken or you got knocked out or like whatever it is you know like it's extremely clear when you failed yeah i I think like that helps teach you determine like that like delusional determination right where you have to like get up and be like all right i failed that one time that's fine i'm gonna you know i'll come back i'll learn whatever i needed to learn to make that not happen again and you do it again i think Mm -hmm. that that's like a very specific style of grit that like it's hard to teach you either have it or you don't i think yeah I think and I don't think it's either you have it or you don't. You think you have to build that up over time. I, I think mean, it's, it's a skill. That, it's like, a skill you can I think work it's on. Something that, I think it's something that sports just. I think that's why sports is so important, especially yeah. especially for fucking little kids. Yeah. I was gonna say little boys, but no, for for girls. Oh too. yeah, yeah. For, I think for, for any especially kid. the yeah. ability for to, to fail at something, the ability to fucking fail and then be like, okay, go work harder, come back because like, how many people? How many times have you? Not how many times, but like, here's the thing. When I teach the kids class and they ever like the kids come in and they're like, oh, this. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm late today. This this block or not. I'm sorry. Late today. They come in. They come in later. They come in angry because this happened. That happened. Oh, this and that. And I'm like, so the fuck. Like, I don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. Come into class. Do the fucking jujitsu. Yeah. Like, you're going to get armbarred regardless of what happened in school today. So stop fucking bothering. Don't tell me about it. Yeah. Like, just shit, like, oh, oh, this person doesn't like me. It's like, I don't care if that person doesn't like you. They're going <laughs> to fucking armbar you. Like it, it, yeah, there's from armbarring you. There are some things in life that, like, you're just yeah. like, I feel like they're there. I feel like a, uh, the gym is it's, also it's like, or hard. sports, sports are a good place to, like, teach kids that kind of. It, it shows you what's a real excuse and what's not. Yeah. Like, I, oh, oh, um, I'm tired. I'm this, I'm that, I'm blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's not that's not why you keep getting choked out. It's because yeah. you're not fucking training. That's why yeah. you're getting choked out. So go fucking train. You know what you have to do. Go fucking train. That's why I think like sports is so important. It's like, oh, I struck out eight times because uh, the pitcher is so good. Mm-hmm. You didn't strike out because the pitcher isn't good. You struck out because you haven't been fucking practicing. Yeah. All right. You, oh, I, I lost the race because um every, oh, it was raining today and everyone else, it was raining for everyone else. Like, I, I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah. You, you didn't fucking train. Well, I, you so, didn't train hard enough. So the, if you want to win, doesn't matter. Go fucking train. 
I think I think the point of sports is that you get that immediate feedback, right? There are very yes. clear actions. And there are very clear consequences. There, There is a pecking order. And yeah. you need to learn that if you want to be at the top of that pecking order, you have to work your fucking ass off, which is yeah. why I think Rocky is such – he is the best – I've said it before, and I'll say it again, Dragon. Rocky is the best – positive male role model that we can show our son because it is literally just hey if you just shut the fuck up yeah if you if not shut the fuck up but if you just put your fucking head down and work it doesn't matter where you are you're gonna fucking succeed if you just are willing to work your fucking ass off and if you're willing to work your ass off you can achieve great things and guess what's gonna happen all those people who think that you're gonna fail are gonna fucking cheer when you succeed yeah all right and that's essentially what happens. The entire fucking movie, everyone, if you ever watch the movie again, everyone in that fucking movie, every one of Rocky's friends are like, oh, uh, you know what? You're a bum. Uh, they, they're not saying you're a bum, but they're kind of like, oh, you're you're so lucky this happened. Oh, you're going to get your ass kicked. Oh, Dude, blah, blah, blah. They kind Rocky of are very dismissive of what surrounded happens. Surrounded by assholes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like none and, of them, none of them believe in him except for Adrian. And the only person, again, the, man, and I think Stallone, was best because he was listening in the documentary he's listening to himself from a, a younger version of himself yeah talk about the script and yeah. at one point he was just listening he's like well rocky's about a story about this and he's just screaming at his fucking recording being like it's a love story yeah it's a love story <laughs> i it's love a, that it's i can't i can't even like he's like amazed that he can't admit to himself that it's a yeah. fucking love story which i you know i know i know dragon i understand that barbie has taught us that you know <laughs> love stories are stupid Oh and we shouldn't have love stories because they're bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Okay, that should not be the goal of apparently a child's life is to fall in love. I, yeah. That's that's a bad thing. No, they should be doing something more important like, uh, I don't know, girl bossing? I, I don't fucking know <laughs> what the fucking movie was trying to tell me. Uh, getting a job, uh, ew. Getting a job and being a girl boss. That's the most important thing in the world. And not, not having a child. The fucking dragon, the fucking Barbie had a, the main, not the main character, but the, the, the fucking main human. Mm-hmm. had a daughter who she didn't even give a shit about what who gives a fuck that I... my daughter is a piece of shit who <laughs> who is mean to kids and is obviously having some type of fucking traumatic uh, episode I what don't, matters she's is not... that my fucking boss is not listening to my dumb toy ideas that's the point like, of the movie i felt like that teenage daughter in the movie was just like a typical teenage daughter but i, th- yeah, I think but the, the problem point is, is you were not a teenage girl <laughs> no <laughs> i think problem. the point what i'm trying to say is that the point it was not like hey hey you know maybe you should connect with your daughter maybe you should care about your daughter maybe i don't know rather than just bringing your daughter along on the trip maybe you should somehow involve her in this thing instead it's like i need to girl boss and my girl my my daughter has to has to see me girl bossing and think that's, that's cool. so funny that's, that's what's not, important that's not how i read that you know how you know how i read that whole thing i read so, it as like this teenager needs to see her mom as a person because like when you're a teenage girl you don't see your parents as you you know you do not see your mother as a person she is like the fucking she is the one that like has been ruining your life by being embarrassing or doing whatever and like you know you you like do not picture her as like anything but that so like that's how i read that it wasn't about the mother it was about the teenage girl being able to see her mother as a real human being um i i see what you're saying um i think that was the intention i didn't read it like that at all i read it as like eh, whatever my daughter's here and she's just gonna see me girl boss oh interesting yeah that's so interesting but, all right whatever i yeah. mean again we're you're entitled to your opinions no matter how wrong they are <laughs> um hey that's my line about you 
<laughs> but anyway, anyway, Rocky is a love story, which I I, I told you, like I, I told you when I rewatched the movies, it's like you can like the thing that became most clear to me is that yeah. how much Rocky loves him, her, and how much she loves Rocky and why they love each other. And it's like so evident in the first movie. She loves him because she was like a fucking in a in a shell. Yeah. And he is the only one who pe- looked into the shell and went, I think that you're a better person than what you are. Yeah. Uh, th- I think you're a better person than who you think you are. And that gives her the strength to come out and be the better person. After they start good douching, then she, she gets the, the power of the magic D. Then she fucking has the balls to stand up to her brother. Yeah. Who was treating her like a piece of shit. Oh god, that, um, he's the he, I cannot believe it is amazing how bad how he is. Bad even character he is. And I said it before, the only reason we like that character is because Rocky, because that's Rocky's best friend. Because yeah. it like the thing you notice in that movie is that Paulie is fucking drunk the entire movie. Yeah. Except for one scene. There's only one scene when he's not drunk, and that's the day after they have a giant blowout fight. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up to him sober and then talks to him. And then, and then and immediately they're best friends again. And the, that's why we love Polly. It's yeah. because we see the person who, because that's who Rocky is. Rocky is the person who doesn't look at you for what you're doing right now. He sees you for the person you are. That's yeah. why he, that's why Adrian, that's why he was able to see Adrian for the person he is. Polly is a fucking drunk. And, but when he's not drunk, he's his best friend. And yeah. that's why we love Polly. Because we're like, oh, we love the we love the best friend of Rocky. The problem is that he's surround. He is pissing him. He's destroying that with his own drunkenness. Yeah, it was oh, man. It was interesting. It was also interesting to hear Stallone talk about like or, the original concept of Rocky and how he was like originally like a piece of he's shit. Just a goon. Yeah, yeah. He, he like wrote him as like just a goon. And who was it? It was like somebody. One of somebody was like helping him type up the script, and they were like, "I hate this guy. He sucks." Yeah, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, I guess I better change it." Yeah, and then he changed it, and he was like, "Well, I'll just make him a good guy." Yeah. and then he's like, "All right, cool. You just don't have a story." And he's like, "No, the story is he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy who sees the best in people, and that those people come out." And again, to me, the best part of I, one of the best things about fucking again the fact that I saw Rocky recently, and I, I now I really want to rewatch the movie again. <laughs> is there's a scene where like fucking rocky goes he gets the fight he's like all right they announce the fight on tv he goes for an interview and adrian kind of like asks him like hey do you, do you does it bother you that they kind of treat you like you're this dumb goon and yeah. he's like oh no whatever i would blah 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 this and that and then like he's leaving the house and he kind of like looks at her and he's like you know uh i lied uh it does bother me that people fucking see me as a goon and she kind of just like sees him and she's like all right, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like that that thing where it's like, oh, Rocky, for the first time in his life, was like, I feel comfortable around you. I'm going to be vulnerable. Yeah. And you're accepting of me as that. Like you, like he the entire time is this like, no matter what's happening, I'm going to be the happy guy. I'm this and that. And yeah. that's the first time you see like, oh, no, I'm not actually the happy guy. I'm actually the sad guy. This is just an act. And she kind of just was like, hey, I, I, I like this guy regardless. Yeah. And like, man, it, that movie is so fucking good. We got to fucking do that movie for the podcast. Right? I, so I can't good. believe I can't believe we haven't. I don't know how I mean, we I haven't did, done Rocky. We should just watch that every fucking week. And then <laughs> we're just going to turn this into a Rocky podcast. It's that no is... longer a, Va- a Lerman podcast. Va- <laughs> <laughs> <I can't remember laughs> no, a Verhoeven. <laughs> Verhoeven. It's no longer a Verhoeven podcast. It's a Rocky podcast. <laughs> 
We still have Verhoeven's um, we can do, by the way. We we are not tapped out of Verhoeven's by any way, shape, or form. But yeah, yeah. Again, the, the love story is so evident in the movie. Yeah. That's why the ending of the movie is not him winning the fight. Who gives a fuck that yeah, he wins the fight? It's better. It's better that he doesn't. I think. Yes, and the the victory of the fight is that he, Adrian comes out, and it's like you have done the impossible, and I am here for you. Yeah. And suddenly they're together, and in the in the background they're announcing you. If you're not paying attention to the background announcer, you don't even realize Rocky lost a fight. Yeah. So because it do, it also like it doesn't, doesn't matter. Matter. <laughs> it does not matter who gives a shit. Oh fucking gosh, damn, that's a good movie. Anyway. Um, sorry, I, I've just be, been digressing Ro- into these things. <laughs> Rocky can be the, the first movie that our boys do when they come on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, tell, tell everyone how great Rocky is. And my son will be crying. <laughs> Daddy's yelling at me because I didn't, I didn't think Rocky was good. Yeah. So, Shut it up. Was, yeah, it I love was, it. <laughs> so poor, the poor kids are just like, it was boring. We're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. We fucked. We failed. <laughs> just disown them completely like i i yeah. wasn't I, the only reason i would disown my kid <laughs> so he doesn't um, like well, rocky <laughs> and so so one thing that was i've seen before in interviews is that the reason why stallone uh wrote rocky do you ever see him that that one i think i've mentioned I it before so. he basically was like oh it's because uh i i was watching all the movies that were coming out because he was a big movie buff mm-hmm. he, he like would watch all the movies and he's like yeah and every movie was like anti-heroes or deconstruction of a hero and like it's all just these bad guys like the 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 fucking godfather yeah it's just these are bad guys and it's like why 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 do only have heroes He's, he basically was like there's no heroes like what yeah. the fuck is going on like no one is no one there's no one for me to root for and then he like just wrote rocky as like he all right let me just do the ultimate good guy well, and just have him conquer things. That's contradicted by this documentary though cuz in this documentary he said he originally wrote rocky and he was a shitty guy no, but he would he, well, obviously, and then it turned him into the fucking the the nice guy. Yeah, but that's I think that's what he meant. And he oh, was like, oh, these movies and this and, that. and he was also like, yeah, you know, it's very like these anti-Christian values, and it's just like, just like the fuck, like just like everyone just wants everyone just wants to root for a hero. Yeah, that's what we want. And then that was initial basically what what Rocky was, which is insane, insane to think. And I would say it's insane to think that you have a time with no heroes, but yet yeah, you seem to be living in that, which is why I'm like, yeah, so- something's going to come along and it's gonna- there's going to be a Rocky movie coming along and it's going to, we're going to shift back into hero mode again. And yeah, then, you sure. know, then we can fucking finally get out of this current climate of uh, put a chicken in it, make her gay, make it fucking lame. Your, le- your least <laughs> favorite even, thing. I don't even, I don't even, I don't even like, I don't even hate the fact that they put a chicken in it or make her gay. <laughs> like to me, the thing is like, you're just picking, making these movies fucking lame. You really, they they really are not doing a very good job. Um, well, it's just they, they don't know how to fucking they don't know how to fucking write heroes because they're too busy uh, writing the characters as good people instead of as heroic so. characters. It's just so stupid. Yeah. It's such a stupid concept. It's, and like people people are saying this is what they want, and they're just like, no, you don't. You don't want that. Yeah. What you want is what we're giving you. It's like, why aren't you people coming to see this? I'm so confused. All right. Um, Okay, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrap. Do up. we? We yes. didn't even talk about fucking the Expendables. We, we that's true. We didn't. We didn't talk uh, about the Expendables, or we only like, right. lightly I mean, touched he, on Rambo. My favorite thing. My favorite thing is he. Uh, he well, Rambo was just his dad, which I found so interesting. And yeah. again, he was like, I, I'm not gonna fucking. So so many veterans are fucking killing themselves. I'm not gonna write a movie where like the answer is the veteran kills himself. That was. And he's so like, good. no, I, I, yeah, I loved, and I'm like, I loved that part of the of the I, documentary. I, 
fucking Stallone seems to always just be able to fucking read the tea leaves and be like, this is what people want. Yeah. He fucking went to a well, fucking not, not old always. rock. Not he always. To, no, no. But he went to an old person rock concert where it's like these are guys in their 60s performing rock from the 70s and it's 2010. And he was like, why don't I just do this with action movies? And that's what he did. And the Expendables came about. And it's like, wow, how did he just read the tea leaves like that? And that's what people wanted. Okay, but the man also made rhinestone. So I don't I like don't know. I, by the way, I don't see why that's a problem. I liked it. I saw I, I saw <laughs> it uh, as like a fun brunch thing one time. Mm-hmm. And it was good. I like really was like, this is a fun movie. It's not good. You, but it's like a you fun gotta, movie. You gotta give it to Stone for being able to just put himself out there like that. He yeah. I mean his his line about like being immune to failure is just that just makes sense. Like he I just mean, like it's not he that he doesn't fail. Failure. It's that it doesn't matter when he He's, does. Look, you can look at his career and it's like failure, 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 superstar. Yeah. Failure, 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 superstar. Yeah. Failure, 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 superstar. And it's like he really is. He's not he is not joking when he's like, I'm immune to failure. He yeah. is not joking. The yeah. man is literally immune to failure. He can fail ten times in a row and he's like, Don't worry, I'll get the next one. And then yeah. he does it. It's so wild. Um uh I do I do like that. What's it called? Um that my that I just just a couple things that I wrote before yeah, we to get off of this but like sly fucking wrote himself into becoming a superstar actor he literally was like no one wants to hire me for a job so i'll yep. just write write myself into these movies and then he fucking turned himself into a superstar he the man willed himself into becoming the biggest fucking box office hit i, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't even say he willed himself i think he worked so fucking hard yeah that he oh, the rocky story yeah the rocky story gee <laughs> It's as if he it's as if he lived that moment. It is. It is. Um, what else? I, I also love the fact that he would was an usher at a fucking was it a play or no, a it was, movie? It was a movie. It was a movie place. It was a rusher a movie. He would hit, he would break this is this is what I mean by the man. This is what you mean by the man worked himself, worked until yeah. he fucking succeeded. He didn't go to school to be to fucking write scripts. He was an usher at a movie theater and he would bring in a tape recorder and leave it there. And then at the end of the night, would grab the tape recorder, go home, write out the dialogue, and then rewrite it. Yep. As a as a way of so for him to work, mm-hmm. and it's like that is such a crazy idea to me. But yet you can see like this is the man who yeah. fucking wrote Rocky. That's what it takes to write Rocky. I mean, wait, you when you think about it, when you think about like the the clever ways that people have worked around not knowing how to do something, right? Mm-hmm. That like, why go to school when you have unlimited access to movies, right? And mm-hmm. you can just like figure out how to do it yourself. That's I think Correct. that's a very very impressive thing. Like you work around the limitations that you're given by your circumstances to so like, do the thing to do the thing that you want to do. So interesting because for some reason in my head I'm like Stallone is just a lutz. He's just a dumb lutz, and it's like mm-hmm. no, he's a fucking clever smart guy yeah. who will just be like i have to figure something out and we'll figure it out it's fucking yeah. crazy i mean the man he grew up in like abject poverty for a while mm-hmm. and then lived in abject poverty for yeah a while. and then it, like and is know, now in a house surrounded by fucking statues of his of rocky yeah of himself of his and like by the way before we're like it's weird that he has statues of him of of a character he made of himself all over his house. It's not just one or two. He has like it's 30 fucking place. statues yeah. of, of Rocky around the house. Dragon, I wish I could have that many statues of Rocky in my house. 
Dude, if I made Rocky, I would never like that. You would never hear me talk about anything else. It's wild. I didn't even make Rocky. I want I want those things in my house. <laughs> oh, it's um, very, very true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that and then there was one last thing. Oh, um, well, wow, fucking Chris. Uh, there was something. Oh, um, uh, one of my notes was like, it was I wrote down. Yeah, no shit. He rewrote all those movies. It was literally me just being like, if if fucking you wrote Rocky and someone was like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't I don't I don't want your input into this movie that you're doing. I like he just has to look at me and be like, bro. Rocky? Did you see Rocky? Yeah, I, I wrote that. That that was nothing. And then I wrote it yeah. and then it became a movie. I did that. And yeah. I would be like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> do the movie you want. I, what who, the fuck do I know? Who, who am I to argue with you? You made Rocky. Yeah. So anyway. True. Yeah. So it's, true. It's, it's such an interesting look into a fucking, into a, into the man who made Rocky. Yeah. And I think, I think like the movie centers a lot about Rocky because it's such a pivotal point in his life and such a pivotal point in like, in the man that is Stallone. So yeah. I don't think it's bad that he just focused mostly on Rocky. I don't think also, so. I love, the, I love the fact of him being like, uh, oh, you know, the, the day of the premiere, we were expecting this small thing. And he was like, like in a trench coat across the street being like, I hope people like it. I hope people <laughs> like it. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> and, then, and then there were like, I think it was Tarantino who was talking. By the way, this movie has Tarantino talking about fucking Rocky. Yeah. Tarantino is in this documentary talking about the movie. And the Only to process. talk about Rocky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which it, it kind of is like, I bet you Tarantino just heard, hey, they're making a documentary about Rocky. And then he's like, and he's probably just called up the director and he's like, hey, I, I'm willing to come in. And they're like, oh, we weren't planning on it. But yeah, sure. Come on in. He's like, I have that thoughts. My, that's my belief in this. I fully, I can when, fully see that happening. And when Tarantino says, hey, I'm willing to talk about this. You're like, who? Who am I to argue with you? It's true. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, such an interesting look into uh, fucking Stallone, into the mind that made Stallone. And again, Tarantino was talking about like when the movie came out and, and Stallone also, when the movie came out, people were in the theater cheering yeah. at the fucking boxing scenes as if it was a real fight. Yeah. And then that was when Stallone was like, hey, I think I, I think this is going to be a hit. <laughs> and I, by the way, I do love that. In my fucking in in my in my living room, I was fucking cheering for <laughs> Rocky in the movie. Oh, it's <laughs> so, so good. Still works. Still works. Anyway, yeah, Dragon. Um, how disappointed will we be when fucking our sons don't like Rocky? It's just, it's just gonna be heartbreaking. We're gonna we're oh, gonna have to God. do the thing where like we show it to them and then when they don't like it, we'll be like, okay, we'll we'll put it away for like four years and we'll bring yeah. it back out. <laughs> oh, um, and like I said, I'm gonna show it to my son. I feel like every Christmas I should just we should just watch. You know how some people it's watch like it's a movie? wonderful yeah. life or anything. Yeah. We're gonna watch Rocky and then I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna fucking ask some questions about it. <sighs> what did you think about Rocky? What did you think about this thing about Adrian? Okay, blah blah blah, and like explain things to him because I'm I, and I'm not even joking around. Like I think it's such an important thing to. Show show like especially a young boy yeah to be like this is how a fucking man this is what this is what it is to be a man god damn it um okay let's wrap up all right dragon all right uh final thoughts i mean yeah like you said it you know what turns out that sylvester sloan is an interesting guy who had an interesting uh kind of sad life and he did a really cool thing and it's fun to hear about it so i highly recommend the documentary i think it's great I mean, it's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, right? Like, you just, like, 
it's always if you have an interesting person at the center of this documentary it will probably be pre- pretty good and right. you have like access to that person you know um right. i like smashly trashly i would smashly nice the slide documentary what about you bro final thoughts Final thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's such a great insight to, again, if you fucking love Rocky, it's such a great insight to see this and be like, ah, that's how Rocky was made. Yeah. Oh, that's what that's what it took to do this. Oh, that's what it took to do that. And it's just like a great it's a great thing to hear his writing process and like what his mindset was when he was writing it and everything he was going through. So it was it, and again, it, it added so much more depth to the movies. Yeah. As he's describing them, because I'm like, oh, that yeah, that does make sense. Oh, that is like his father. Oh, OK. That, and all that stuff. So uh, very interesting. And again, Stallone is just an interesting person. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he could be fucking just painting a wall and he, he half heartedly is like, oh, you know, I got into art and his, his house is like filled with art. It and is. I'm just like, they, they, that's it. They never touch upon it again. I was no. I was thinking that he was going to be like, oh, I painted this. But never know. No, but it's, uh, a, it's a short documentary considering like yeah. considering that the per the object of that documentary i know it's crazy crazy yeah. i feel like there should be just an entire documentary about the writing of rocky and i yeah. would fucking watch it and i would love it and i would think it's the greatest thing ever made and it would be a ken burns 10 part <laughs> 90 hour fucking documentary <laughs> as you do as you do um right. what, what do you give the documentary Oh, sorry. Uh, I give it a. See, this is the problem: is that I'm it's such hard. a Stallone fan. It, well, I'm now like, it's a ten out of ten. It's hard because you're also just thinking about Rocky, right? And you're like, well, Rocky's yeah. ten out of ten. So yeah, yeah. So this one has to be ten out. Of, ah, man. If for personally for me, I thought it was a ten out of ten because yep. I'm such a fan of not just Rocky but Stallone. So to hear his writing, to hear him talk yeah. about, especially writing about Rocky, it was like, man, this is so interesting. It's yeah. so interesting. And then to hear everything that came after that. And all that stuff. It, it was very interesting for me, for me personally. But uh, the average person, eh, probably <sighs> seven out of ten. I, I don't know. It's so hard to gauge. I, so... I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, if you don't love Rocky, is this like a six out of ten? Maybe it's a six. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so. That's the problem. Is I'm a, I'm so I'm so love Rocky and Stallone that I cannot give an objective answer to that. Yeah. So ten out of ten. Okay. All right. Um, next, Reagan uh next week you chose i chose this i week. choose all right so because we are talking about the good versus evils and the ultimate good guys and all that stuff with the rockies i decided you know what dragon yeah i'm gonna go ahead and do i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and do a movie i've never seen before okay. uh, now i read the i read the play in high school okay and i've and by the way this is considered one of the greatest movies ever made you're yes. gonna watch 1957's 12 angry men it's one hour 36 minutes dragon it's currently on the tubies great directed by sydney lumont a famous director and dragon your boy henry fonda can't wait not henry just henry fonda. fonda it's got like a great cast right yeah it's got a lot of people but henry fonda playing the titular ultimate good guy which mm-hmm. is going to be so weird after we watched uh once upon a time in the west being like yeah. wow that guy kills children awesome yeah. uh spoilers <laughs> anyway <laughs> what's upon a time in the west <laughs> yes <laughs> okay you mean oh okay you mean what happens in the first 20 minutes okay yes yes I'm once after the 15 minutes of no one talking <laughs> all right let's move on all right okay 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 okay. Okay, okay 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 bye okay bye